0: All right, all right. What's up, everybody? So we are back live with James from Thrive. I apologize. We did a great intro. We started right into it, and something happened to our Wi-Fi right here. So that's one of the joys of doing on on-site lives. But uh, James, you were telling us your story from, and I'll go back into it. I apologize for the interruption. Sorry. So you went from teacher to the mortgage industry. Tell yep. us why, how that, like, what that actually looked like. Well, the the
1: decision to leave teaching and get back into, into real estate full time it was uh, had both. A practical purpose in that i needed to to do something where i was able to support my family better financially speaking and two i had kind of uh i i had grown really um frustrated with the the state of public education there there were just there were only so many things that that uh that i was able to do as a teacher in the classroom and had that, that had a, a wide ranging impact and and so i felt like I was at a point where my career was just taking me in a different direction. Uh, I, I I hated making that move because uh, because I really loved being around the kids. I loved uh, engaging with them and having great conversations, asking great questions, and just and facilitating discussions with them, which was uh, primarily how I, I ran the the classroom. It was it was such a great experience, but I look back at that and and it's kind of funny because every experience I've ever had, every move I've ever had in my career, I can see various different things that I learned at various different stages that have all kind of culminated into what I do now. And I absolutely love what I do. I love the company I do it for. And, uh, the folks at Thrive Mortgage. Hey folks. what's up, I'm biased obviously, but I think we're, 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 some of the best professionals in
0: the business. So I've got to ask this cause I think this is interesting. You don't get a lot of people that, that have gone from being a teacher to being a loan officer. I, mm-hmm. I would think you're a pretty rare breed in itself. But is there anything that you learned from being a teacher or working with students, working with the parents? I know we're talking a little bit about that. Sure. Anything that you learned from that that has really helped you transition it or really helped you be a better loan
2: officer?
1: Yeah. I mean, Well, I mean, the most obvious thing is, is comfort in front of a crowd, uh, whether it's a crowd of one or a crowd of five or a crowd of 300 in an auditorium. Um, it, it's something where you kind of fall back on that, where you're comfortable uh, going through a logical process and knowing and being able to identify what type of borrower is sitting across the table from you, uh, and knowing what kind, of, what what instructional method is going to reach them the quickest and and the most effectively. So you know when you are dealing with um, a mechanical or electrical engineer, you know that they want data. They yeah. they want I want you to take me from point A to point B to point C, lead me all the way to the end, give me all the details that I need. Whereas somebody that's a little bit more of an abstract thinker, let's say, uh, they are somebody, they don't need all that, all that minutia. So you need to shorten up your presentation a lot and start digging at the heart, tucking, plucking at the heartstrings sure. and getting into that emotional story of what's really, what are their intrinsic motivations behind this purchase or, or what is this refi, this cash out refi going to do for you? And, uh, and so you, you, you have a, uh, you develop a knack as a teacher, you develop a knack of knowing what st- is best going to reach that the student, student yep and, uh, and I approach whenever I am uh, originating, whenever I am working with a client I approach that with uh, that situation with the same strategy is I, I need to determine ahead of time what kind of personality type am I dealing with and then fall back on my teaching experience to know okay I need to take such and such an approach
0: which is absolutely spot on because Every student is different. Every yeah. client that we work with is different. Everybody learns How, differently. Exactly. So, being able to understand that, working with 15, 16, 17 year olds, self-grown adults, I don't know. Sometimes, probably not. I'm still <laughs> telling
1: adults to put up your cell phones.
0: So. There you go. Like you made, hey, you made eyes this, right here. Yeah, you say eyes right here. You're not. You're not looking down at your, your crotch yeah. smiling all the you're time. You know when students region. are on their phone? Yeah, your nether regions. When uh, Well, that's a whole other topic. That is. Um, other, <laughs> for another show. They, no, <laughs> Something that you guys are doing really well, and Jason and I even, we stole, I people talk or hear me talk about steal like an artist all the time. You guys had a cool post recently. You guys uh, did a little Zelda parody. Yeah. I don't know if we can call it a parody what, yep. or what you want to call it, a marketing ploy with Zelda you guys are doing some really creative stuff marketing-wise, and this is something you're doing for your loan officers. You're, yeah. you're really going above and beyond when it comes to marketing techniques and different ideas. So talk mm-hmm. a little bit about that.
1: Well, first thing I'll say about that idea is that was the brainchild of Joe Wright, my creative director, and Aaron Miller, my, uh, my CRM admin. And they came to me with this idea, and it it took me a minute, uh, actually a couple of minutes, for me to kind of latch on to that they had for for this particular post. And uh, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, all right, run with it. And so the two of them and then also my uh, 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 user experience manager, uh, Raul Espinoza, the three of them put it all together. It's Aaron and Joe's voices that you see in the video. And they did a fantastic job with it. I, 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 I toned down a couple of things here and there. (laughs) <laughs> uh, just so would get past compliance. Well, but, now uh, I,
2: want, I want to see the uncut version. Yeah, so Aaron, the, Aaron the, Joe,
1: uh, go ahead and send Jason the uncut version. I want to see the uncut. The, uh, the director's a, cut. Director's cut. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, but it, I mean, it's, it's pretty funny. All the, the same humor is there. Uh, and, uh, and so it was, it was a really good piece. That's and awesome. uh, we had a lot of fun with it. We uh, uh, promoted it on a couple different platforms, had uh, some fantastic response. Most of the, the uh, responses were, uh, very highly favorable. Like, oh my gosh, I love this! This is brilliant. Looks like a Dorkly video, which was yeah. kind of the inspiration. Yeah. And uh, uh, and I mean, there was a, there was a, a select handful that said that we had ruined the game of Legends of Zelda <laughs> oh, forever for them. Haters are gonna hate. Man. Haters gonna hate. And I was like, all right, uh,
0: okay. Thanks.
1: Yeah. I appreciate your appreciate contribution. Your, so, yeah. We'll wait for the uh, cease and desist letter. <laughs> yeah, the, exactly. The, <laughs> the, the stop yeah, letter right. from Nintendo. There was
2: no one
0: Nintendo wants to stop.
2: I was yeah. going to say, I don't think we actually gave you a proper introduction. I, I think we just kind of went right into the, the question. So... Mm. James, introduce yourself and oh, what okay. you do for Thrive. Okay. Sorry, we I did the intro before, yeah, like going into it, person. but then it
0: died. So oh. my apologies, everybody. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So, but that video got
2: cut off. So yeah, James, <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself and Thrive and what All you right, do. Alright,
1: so, so we're starting. Like, are you going to ask me the same questions again? And we're going to. No, no, you're oh, just okay. going intri- yeah, to yeah. introduce.
2: are we'll just going to introduce yourself
1: for the people. Love. All right. They're because like,
2: James, kinda, who? Who is he with? Thrive? Like, what the heck is
1: this other guy? Um, James Duncan, Thrive Mortgage. I'm the Director of Education and Engagement, and I uh, have the privilege of, of managing our marketing department uh, at Thrive, and, and
0: uh, that's pretty much all you need to know. That's perfect, see? I, we're, we're basically there on the last one. So if you guys are just <laughs> joining us or watching, we, uh, and actually if you're just joining us, make sure you comment hashtag Thrive, because we're here live with, J- uh, with James right now, so hashtag Thrive. Mm-hmm. And if you're watching all the replay, because we're here at uh, Create wow. Uh, They're on a hashtag create wow. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. If you're joining us on on the live or on replay, hashtag create wow and hashtag thrive because we're hanging out with James with thrive. So going back to the marketing, because you guys do a lot of cool stuff for your loan officers Thank when you. it comes to marketing. Yeah. You're really you're champion championing social media using yes. building a brand. Talk a little bit about that.
1: Well, I mean, the big thing is, is that we want our loan officers, any anyone on our production teams, we want them to feel comfortable and engaging with their audience and their networks through video primarily. Nice. Um, there, there's a definitely a time and place for the static graphic images. Um, I've got one, I've got the best uh, graphic designer in my, in my creative uh, as my creative director, um, uh, Joe Wright. He does fantastic work. Everybody in the company just raves about the job that he does. So he does a fantastic job and no, you cannot hire him away. Uh, but uh, don't he, think about they, don't yeah. even think about it. Um, I, I, I will knife you as your wife likes to
2: you. She meant love, though. So she I, meant uh, love, but okay. autocorrect okay. got her on that one. All right. Right.
1: I will. If you try and steal <laughs> Joe, I will not love you, I promise. Um, but anyway, he's great at what he does. He um He's also very, very talented at putting together these little short snippet videos that are 15, 20 seconds long. They're almost like commercial-length nice. videos. He puts those together uh all the time and does a fantastic job with that. We always try and... Produce at, at least two of those a week. Uh, sometimes we're doing more, but we do it to, at least two, two a week. We send them out every Tuesday and Thursday. That way our loan officers always have something fresh, something new that they can push out to their social channels. Uh, it's not a static post like what you would get with uh, those services that post on your behalf yeah. that get like maybe one or two likes and very,
0: yeah. very low yeah. engagement. Very.
1: These are things that are typically if they're doing it the right way then these are things that are typically going to create more of an engagement. They're going to drive questions. Uh, we're uh, starting to see more and more people put either the learn, learn more button or the message me button. And if, uh, if their business page is tied to our, see all the notifications come through. So when I'm tapping on those notifications to see what's going on, I'm seeing all this traffic of message after message after message come in to all our loan offers all across the country. And so that is immediate feedback for me to let let me know that what we're pushing out, number one, is working for them. And number two, they're doing it. Sweet. And uh so they're they're taking the coaching and they're taking uh, taking the media that uh, that we that we offer up to them and making really good use of it.
0: Dude, that's so cool. And it's it's cool to see a company that is willing to do that, to really go above and beyond. You know, a lot of companies when it comes to marketing, they kinda let loan officers do their own thing, like, hey, go figure it out, go which you you're actually providing the material, the content, if you will, and really having mm-hmm. them just go make it their own. They're, they're, it, it's just at their discretion to be able to use it, which is yes. so cool. That's, yes. It's a lot of fun. So, I mean, the
1: bottom uh, line is as long as they're doing that at a then they're doing at least two a week. Hopefully they're supplementing that sure. with their own organic stuff that, that, the, they're, that they're pushing out the there. The fact
0: did. that you're doing two a week even is so much more than any of that. A lot of companies are even doing. So that's super cool that, again, that you see the value as a leadership yeah. within the company. You see the value in that. So, hey, guys, need to go out and do this. Here, we're even giving you the comment. We're, we're basically handing you to on a silver platter. You just basically need to repost it is all you need to do. So. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, I want to get into a completely different topic, which is what we named this uh, this segment, uh, which is. I want to actually have, hold on. I want to know the technical
2: name of it. I, I put a title on here. What did I actually
0: end up calling this episode? I forgot because we've had so many technical difficulties. So we should thrive to come
2: together. So let's talk about this a little bit, James. All right. Um, there's a
0: lot of, and you and I even connected on this before. Um, oh, Wait a minute! Did we kill it? Oh, good, I didn't kill it. I thought I killed it again. I was like, "Dang it!" So, <laughs> within the industry, there there's definitely some separation, some differing differing opinions when it comes to the broker versus retail. Sure. You and I were having a discussion on this, and I think you you lend a very unique perspective. Or, I, in my opinion, I think it's a a perspective that I think needs to be heard. So, what are your thoughts when it comes to the broker versus retail mentality?
1: Well, I'll answer that question by kind of giving you a little bit more history about who Thrive is. Um, we started almost, uh, our company started almost 20 years ago as an independent brokerage, uh, just a small small town, independent brokerage in Georgetown. Uh, over the years, we gradually grew and grew and grew. In 2008, we became a, a correspondent lender, direct seller to Fannie and Freddie, and officially became a mortgage banker. So we were not, we're not, we went from being a broker to being an independent mortgage bank. What's different about our retail model is that we are a retail operation. We do have a retail business model, but we have the mentality of a broker in that we have dozens, literally dozens of investor relationships, uh, which then correlates into thousands of different loan programs that we can offer up to our clients. So from the standpoint of Looking out for whose who's best interests are we looking out for? It is always and forever going to be the consumers, always. And I think that that is the that's that's to me, that's what unites brokers and a retail operation like Thrive more than anything else. Because if you think about who are entrepreneurial, uh, entrepreneurially minded, did I just invent a word? That
2: was pretty, yeah, that, I, that might be a good, good one, one if you did. Yeah, so I think so. okay.
1: Well. If, if nobody else has coined it, I'll coin Trademark.
2: it. Trademark. Trademark James Duncan. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs>
1: um, but they, they're the, the independent entrepreneur out on their own and do, doing their thing. And they exist because they're, they're passionate about what they do and they're passionate about who they serve, or they should be, at least. And it's the, that's the exact same mentality that our loan officers have. And so if you just kind of take a step back and... Honestly, in my mind, the question is not retail or broker. The question is not consumers' best interests or the corporate, uh, the corporation's best interest or your best interests. And as long as you can answer that question with, I'm all about the, what's in the consumer's best interest, then you and I are on the same side of the battle. Nice. And so I understand. I completely understand. I I personally don't know Anthony Casa or anybody in leadership at AIM. I know that you do. I know you got a real strong relationship with them. I completely understand the whole brokers are better hashtag. I get it. If I was a broker, I would want somebody that was a literal bulldog like like him in my corner fighting, helping fight for me. Because that's something like I, I benefit with Thrive. I benefit from having all the corporate support that we have, all the in-house underwriting, in-house processing, everything that we do, I'd say actually about 98% of the loans that we do are all going to be in-house, handled, only touched by Thrive Thrive employees. And that's a great benefit to us. It also means that we have a much bigger support or base of support than the independent broker does. And, And that's okay for them because you actually had a post a couple of weeks ago where you, you mentioned, look, I know people that absolutely thrive. I'm going to throw that word out there. Oh, yeah. Absolutely thrive in the retail model who could not hack it in, as a broker. I, same yep. here. I know I know people yep. like that too. I also know brokers that could not hack it in a retail model. Yep. It would yep. drive them nuts. Yep. And they they would hate the lack of, uh, exactly. of independence and all yep. the constraints that would be put on it. But they also wouldn't have the support that yep. a retail Very model affords. So I think that anyone who, who focuses on the whole just on the fact of brokers are better no retail is better they're missing the point yes completely yeah and the point is you've got a bigger enemy sitting right over there not not literally there but (laughs) but sitting over your shoulder uh with a big z on their chest uh, or a big q on their chest and they're gunning for you and so if you and and they're loving all the the squabbles that are taking place because all they have to do is sit back and watch every watch all of us chew each other up and then they just step in and say, okay, we'll take care of the client now. Exactly. exactly. Yep. And and there won't be any, any, anybody left to counter what they can do. And there won't be anybody left to, to win locals. So uh, like I said, I get it. I, I get that whole promotion. But do not. The first time that you start painting all retail, uh, all, all retail business models with the same broad brush, yep. that's when I'm going to step up and say,
0: sorry, no, you're yeah. wrong. Which I love that perspective, James, just because... It really is about the consumer in the, mm-hmm. end, in, in the long run, and that's what we're all trying to benefit. Yeah. But with most is like those guys with Qs and Zs on their chest, they're loving this battle that's going on. They're just like, hey, this is a bigger opportunity for us. You guys mm-hmm. just keep squabbling. You just keep, you keep distracting one another. We're just going to keep doing our about us. Yep. And truly, that's the battle. Me and Jason have talked about this before. But that's really the battle that needs to be fought is against fintech companies, fintech companies that are coming into the space Mm -hmm. and these larger corporations that have the marketing dollars, they have of the attention within the industry. We're just, we're helping it. We're taking away and distracting ourselves from being able to take little bits and pieces from them. Mm -hmm. So we have to focus. We have to get back to focusing on what's important. Stop battling each other and battle against those guys.
1: And it, I mean, it's one, one of those things where it, it's kind of funny because there seems to be obviously there's been a trend for years and years and years in the political realm of slinging mud, trashing your opponent and tearing yeah. them down in order to build yourself up. I've never liked that. I've yep. never liked that approach, both as as a human being, nor as a, nor a marketer and because it's a waste of time. And, and two, okay. it's based out of fear. Uh, it's based out of fear, fear of your opponent instead of just talking about why you are uh, why you are the best option yeah. for whoever your target client is. You you spend the vast majority of your time talking about why they're not. And you and it's you waste time and you're spinning, spinning your wheels. Um, I mean, the, the bottom line, if 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 any loan officer out there is or any any branch manager or regional manager or C-level C-suite uh, executive of any lender is genuinely worried about the competition, I would challenge them to pick any newcomer to, the, to the, the the lending space, go out to NMLS Consumer Access and look that company up and then go look at the job. Just pick a person. Don't look at the names, but just pick a random square on sure. every page. Go look at the job history of that uh, of that particular loan officer working for who whichever of those companies you're most scared of. And you, you will, you will sleep like a baby that night.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I,
1: I did this exercise and found one person that had 17 job changes in the last 15 years.
0: Holy cow!
1: And so I wanted to shoot, shoot a note to, uh, to, to the, the branch manager or the, the, uh, VP at this particular company and say, so is this guy already interviewing for the job that he's going to take in January? I mean, I mean, that's really your competition. Are you telling me that you can't compete with somebody who six months ago was selling furniture yep, or working as a waiter or unemployed. Sure. And it's not necessarily about them. I'm sure they're great people. They, right, they probably wouldn't, they wouldn't have gotten hired if they weren't, but it's just a difference in the level of service that they're going to be able to provide to their client. That if you are a loan officer who's paying attention at all, then you'll mop the floor with them. Well,
0: yeah. and I think this competition is good because it makes us as advisors or um, as mortgage experts, whatever you want to call us, we have to step up our game, and we have to truly become advisors. We have to become experts. We we are absolutely commoditized. Like there are so many loan officers uh, that, honestly, it's the ones who are willing to really not only niche, like we were talking about niche all the time, but it's those who are willing to be the master of their craft, when yeah. it, Knowing not only what programs are the best, what interest rates are out there, but truly, like going back to what we talked about in the beginning getting to understand the needs of who they're working with. Like when you're working with your students, everybody's needs are different. Mm -hmm. So we have to be able to, as advisors, counselors, whatever you want to call us, we have to be able to understand the needs of every person we work with and be Mm -hmm. able to fulfill those needs specifically to that client. And I think if we really get back and start focusing on that, then there is plenty of business to go around. I think there's plenty of business for those who are willing to do that. You and I both know not everybody's willing to do that. And unfortunately, right. they're gonna get like they're gonna get lost in
2: as the industry continues to change. Continue. And you know right. what? That needs to happen. I'm sorry, it does. And, and we talk about it, and it's not like we're trying to like no. ever advocate someone losing their job. But there needs to be quality control in our industry because sure. that's gonna be our biggest downfall. It's in real estate a lot. The reason why the real estate industry has such a terrible perception right now. Is because there are so many bad agents, right? And I, I'm, they're not majority of them, but right, sure. like the, the the true players, the true consumer advocates, the people that really help, are the small minority, and they're not out shouting from the rooftops, but they do the, their production speaks for them, right? And I right. and I feel on the loan officer side is the same thing, but you know, you get a lot of people like you mentioned, like they were doing something totally different before, and now and now they're doing this, but it, it it needs to happen because the way that we and Josh and I we just had this conversation. It's just like what? What else? What other information do you need? You know what I mean? Like yeah. what other things do you need to see? What other examples from other industries do you need to see before we realize like we have to be consumer centric? We have to adapt. We have to meet the consumer where they are and care about what interests them. Period. That's all that matters. Like everything else is just crap in my opinion. And the only way that we're going to get people to really take this serious is when they just start to hit and realize like, oh wow, I can't do this job anymore because I've decided to dark ages. It's like that needs to happen, unfortunately, because I think that's the only thing that's really going to wake the industry up. Absolutely.
1: Agree. Absolutely. Couldn't say it any better. I say, well, <laughs> no, on that, note, no,
0: no, that's, pretty good. that's a pretty good New topic. A mic drop on that one. That's pretty good. Um, no, James, it, as always, we've talked, you know, we met at uh, Engage. Engage, wow, that's yeah. right. And every time you and I have had a conversation, your knowledge and your passion for the industry, not only for Thrive, I mean, clearly that you can see that here, but... You want to see the industry thrive. I'm gonna throw that in there for you. And you wanna say Thrive is doing incredible things, but you really do have a vision. You really you understand what the current, I don't know what other the yeah, the current loan officer is needing to really be able to dominate the space, dominate the market. So huge shout out to you, huge shout out to Thrive, all that you guys are doing. It's been an honor to have you here on the show. We appreciate you hanging out with for a little while. I That's was going to wear your hat. We we're going to do this tomorrow morning. I have your hat. So I'm going to make sure we get hey, a picture. I'm still going to wear, <laughs> I've still got a really cool hat from you guys. So I appreciate that, but really appreciate you taking a few minutes this afternoon and hanging out with us.
1: Absolutely. It's been my pleasure. Thanks for having me on.
0: So if anybody has questions or they want to reach out to you, what's the best way to get hold of you?
1: Um, you want to throw down uh, social media handles? Yeah. yeah sure. uh, if you look up, uh, look me up on Facebook, uh, you look for, uh, I go, I go by at mortgage teacher, Or actually, at mortgage teacher. Perfect. Uh, Instagram, same thing. Uh, Twitter, I think, same thing. I I need to double check that, but (laughs) I'm never on Twitter anyway. So, uh, um, but LinkedIn, just search, uh, look for James Duncan, you'll find me. And um, then you can also hit me up, James.duncan at thrivemortgage.com.
0: Guys, you can see from his demeanor how he handles himself on a podcast. He absolutely is a teacher. And if you're looking for some additional help, James can definitely help you with this. So make sure you Very reach out too. to him. And again, pleasure having you on the show. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely.
1: Thanks, guys. All Thanks, right, James. guys.
0: As always, so we're going to be coming to you live here in about actually 10 minutes. We're going to be doing, I think we're going to be doing a live, the 22 or the 22 kill push up challenge. We're doing it live here. So, sweet. Uh, I think we're going to be a- live. I think so. All right, cool. I'm going to do it live, I think. I'm going to have, <laughs> if nothing else, I'll have Jason film us live. But we're going to have 22 of us on stage. You're going to be with me? You're going to come up on stage Yeah, with me? I'll come up on stage. So we're going to do 22 push-ups with 22 people. Do I have people. to count out loud? No, we don't have to count out loud. We'll just make All it right. happen. All right. So um, so make sure you stay tuned for that. And then we're also going to be coming to you live here a little later. We have a few more guests yeah. um, that we're going to have on with us. Make sure you stay tuned. Watch for the live announcement. I've had this this live go in and out, so we apologize if there's been any technical difficulties here. It's probably Um, my fault. It's totally James's fault. Totally blame him. But appreciate you guys. Hope you guys have a great afternoon and we'll see you guys here soon.